Welcome back to another episode of Dynasty After Dark. I'm your host, Calvin Timms. You can find me over on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin or my co-host on Twitter at Dynasty underscore Dale. Dale, how's it going today? Hey, I am doing pretty good. I, I'm, I mean, the world's on fire, but here we are uh, doing our da- uh, Dynasty uh, <laughs> free agents for wide receivers. So, did I miss something? Did something happen today? Day. Oh no! Well, I mean the world. I mean the world's always on fire, man. Okay, okay. Just typical fire. Typical Yo, <laughs> everyday fire. Just a typical fire every day. All right, all right. Um, today we got the free agent wide receivers. So thank you guys for joining us today. And before we get into the video too much. We've been putting out a lot of content over on YouTube. Please make sure you're going and check it all out. We've done our coaching roundup, gone over all the new head coaches, some all of the offensive coordinator changes that we've seen. We're going through our free agents right now, doing some mock drafts, doing free agents or the rookie roundup as well. So we've been, we've been putting out a lot of content for you guys this offseason already, and there's so much more to come. It's only February, and we've, we're already like 30 episodes into the season, so... If you can, please, wherever you're listening to this, please give us a thumbs up, five-star review, a comment, anything to help with a subscription would be appreciated as well, just to show your love for the podcast. We've been trying to get better and better. You know, it's been, uh, it's been, a, it's been fun so far, just minus the whole cold that will not go away mm-hmm. for me so far. Yeah. But if you can, just please leave a comment, tell the podcast to one of your friends, just any friend trying to grow the podcast organically, you know, not by buying a bunch of Indian bot farmers over there. So um, if you can, just tell the podcast about it to one other person. The YouTube channel has been growing slowly, but we appreciate you guys nonetheless. So that said, we're going to jump into the free agent wide receivers for 2023 and I got to say, man, this is not a good looking list. It is looking rough out there for the wide receivers. Slim pickings. Oh, my goodness. So we're going to start at the top. Well, I mean, man, (laughs) should we start at the bottom and work our way up? You know, give people Uh, something to look forward to. No, we'll start at the top. we'll. We'll start at the top. So for me, the top two guys that are free agents right now are going to be Juju Smith-Schuster and DJ Chark. So both of these guys are one month apart in age, 26 years old. DJ Chark, not the best game, uh, not the best season so far this year. You know, he only played 11 games, but he had a lingering issue, was a one-year contract, $10 million, but he hits the market again. I think he was pretty explosive, especially in the later games of the season. That's when you really got to see what he could do and what I was kind of hoping to see him do later on in the season. And, you know, early in the season, I think he played like three weeks, got injured, kind of battled that injury for the next, I think, eight, six, six to eight weeks, and then was finally healthy the last stretch of games. But he had 30 catches for 494 yards this last year, three touchdowns in 11 games played, but only 494 snaps. So that's pretty efficient considering, you know, the number of snaps that he actually was on the field. You know, you double that, which is in line with a lot of the guys that were playing a lot more this season. 60 catches is not a ton, but that's a thousand. He would have had a thousand yards on that pace. Mm -hmm. So that's a pretty good buy for the value of DJ Chark. DJ Chark is dirt cheap right now in Dynasty, and he's one of my favorite ads. They could bring him back. 
I know a lot of people are worried right now about Jameson Williams and his long-term value. Uh, we know that Amon Ross St. Brown is a stud, but they really don't have a solid number three guy right now. I think DJ Chart could fall into that. I know they have uh, Reynolds, I think, is number eight, yeah. uh, whoever, yep. whoever number eight is for him. But with how slim pickings the wide receivers are this year, DJ Chart could actually go somewhere like New York. And I, mm-hmm. I know we get we get uh, Kenny Galladay vibes from DJ Chark if you were to go uh, yeah. to, from Detroit to New York. But... There's a lot of teams out there could that could definitely use DJ Chark's skill set. And mm-hmm. again, he is dirt cheap. You can get him for a late second probably in most of your leagues. And I think that he definitely has the opportunity. And he's only 26 years old. Has been very good when he plays. You know, this last year was a little banged up. But yeah, I'm still willing to buy in. Maybe I'm I'm crazy, but I I think that right now, if you're investing in DJ Chark. It's a good time to buy. You have any thoughts on Chark? Yeah, no, I, I do agree with that. Like with his value right now, it is very cheap for uh, for all that he did. You know, um, I do get the worry in Detroit with, um, I mean, there's only one ball to pass around. So, but I I, I do expect the passing game to really take a jump yeah. uh, this year. I, I really do. Um, I, I feel they really believe in Jared Goff, and I think with with their team as a whole. I, I, I just really expect them to take another leap forward this year and to be more proficient um, mm-hmm. on the offensive side. So um, so I actually heard a stat from the ballers today that they ran like they had a lot of their touchdowns within the five yard line this okay. year. I think like 60 something percent. Really? Of, of, I haven't of, listened of, to that of, episode. Of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it, it was a very high percentage came uh, came in the in the five yard line. Uh, like you know, you know, in mm-hmm. in 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 the red zone. So it was so, all uh, you know, it was all uh, Williams. Yeah, basically. So, <laughs> Jamal. So 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 really, I I do expect them to have a little bit more offensive explosions with you know with Williams. I mean, you have DJ Chark. That's hopefully ho- hopefully both of them will be healthy, mm-hmm. and then you have a Monra on the other side who hopefully is healthy and is not concussed every other you know game. It seemed yep. like he was. Yep. So it, 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 so. So like if they all stay halfway healthy, I really see Detroit being a really explosive offense that can support three wide receivers potentially being relevant and still having a running back or two that's relevant as well. So Yeah, that all depends on whether or not he comes back to Detroit, right? Which yes. I think there is a very yes. real possibility that he would, but at yes, the same time, that's where it gets a little bit more interesting, right? So, um yeah. DJ Chark, definitely the the number one guy on my list in terms of of ads. And I was just looking real quick. So if you look at his actual game log, you know, week number one, 81% of snaps last year. Uh, week two, he had 66%, but he had four targets, no catches. I think I remember watching that game against Washington. They were all just like just barely out of his. I think two of them were just barely out of his reach for a touchdown. Week three, 79%, but then he got injured in that game. Didn't come back to a meaningful workload until week number 12 at Buffalo. Played 73% of snaps in that game. 10, 10 fantasy points there. But after that, you know, closing out the year, 84, 86, 76, 74, 68, 65. Like he played a lot more in the back half and was able to really utilize his after the catch ability in those games. So again, DJ Chark, he's not the best guy. He, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not saying he's going to be a top 12 wide receiver, but 
I think for a late second, he is definitely worth an add at that point. All right, number two guy here is going to be Juju Smith-Schuster. Now, I don't know what to think about Juju, man. He went to Kansas City and was not that great. But on the flip side, he played 16 games. I know he was kind of banged up in some of them. Mm-hmm. He had 722 snaps, 78 catches for 933 yards, three touchdowns. Also had three fumbles, which was kind of rough on the year. Mm-hmm. You definitely felt that a lot. But I don't know if Kansas City is going to bring him back. And <laughs> the Juju is definitely under fire right now for the whole uh, post-Super Bowl Valentine's Day card. If you haven't seen it, it is pretty funny. I thought oh, it was no. funny that he did. He did one of those little Valentine's cards or whatever, and it was James Bradbury, and he said, "I hold, I hold you when it matters most," or something like that. Oh, I thought no. it was hilarious. I, I thought that was funny. But then AJ Brown came out and just absolutely roasted him. Said, "Shut your mouth." Mm-hmm. What was it? Shut your mouth, TikTok boy. <laughs> Which yeah, we oh, had Slant Boy, and now we got TikTok boy. So there's uh, yep, yep. Yep, yeah, it I was, see. Uh, um, yep, I'm reading it right now. What's it say? So, said for, go ahead. Yeah. So, uh, so, so for Juju said, um, like it's a tweet of James Bradbury. Yeah. Saying, saying that I will hold you uh, when it matters most. Right. And then, and then Hilarious. AJ Brown said, and then AJ Brown said, first off, congratulations, y'all deserve it. This is lame. You was on on the way out of the league before. Mo- before before Mahomes resurrected your career on your one D on your one year deal, TikTok boy. Yeah. Uh he admitted that he grabbed you, but but don't act like you like you're that that was or or ever was. But congratulations again. Yep. So thank you. Um, thank you, AJ Brown. <laughs> AJ Brown absolutely roasted him. Everybody on Twitter was just, yeah. you know, the popcorn meme. It was hilarious. But yes. the problem is if you're not gonna be an elite option with, with Patrick Mahomes, what are we gonna do with you going forward? That's where I'm a little bit more nervous. Um I think that Juju is kind of at a, at this point in time. He's still young, so you could definitely invest mm-hmm. in him again a late second, but I just don't know if people are gonna sell him for a second. And then when you you throw that into it, I mean, he finished as the wide receiver 27 in PPR this year, which is not great. 101 targets, Mm. which is the third lowest, like highest of his career. Again, he was pretty good when he got the ball in his hand. Yard per catch numbers were were pretty good, but only three touchdowns Mm -hmm. this year. It felt like most of the touchdowns were going to Travis Kelsey. But again, he was kind of very inconsistent, like extremely inconsistent and basically Kansas City just did not need him. So, you know, again, it's a weak market. He could go somewhere again and sign a one-year deal. Um, I don't know where that would be. There's a lot of teams that could use him right now. The Bears, for example, the Giants, a lot of teams could really use a wide receiver. So Juju could go somewhere and he could be a volume guy, but that's pretty much all you're looking for from Juju at this point in time is volume. Um, I don't think that you're going to be able to ever consistently rely on him to have monster performances anymore. So, you know, he's a, he's a wide receiver three. That's a PPR machine, but he's kind of a spot play right now. So again, late second and you could probably snag him and it'd be worth it. But if you're going to have to pay a, a high second for Juju, which mm-hmm. you might just based on notoriety and age, 
I'm out completely. So any any major thoughts on Juju? Uh, I, I do agree with that, with the price. Um, I, I don't really think he's going to stay in Kansas City. I think he's going to try to test the market and get a little bit more money mm-hmm. since he's won a championship already, you know. You know, like he's he's already achieved that. So I I, I kind of feel some players will move on from that and try to get their their coin while they can. So um, I really think TikTok Boy um, has a good chance of 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 moving on from Kansas City. And uh, I mean, again, again, like what you were saying, I wouldn't want to give up a early second. I would much rather have like any of the running backs, mm-hmm. um, some of the wide receivers that would still be there. Um, I would much rather have them than Juju and. And yeah, to me personally, I, mean, I, 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 go ahead. Oh, well, it's, 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 it's to me personally, like, I, I find it wild that Juju's been in the league this long. I mean, for this long. He's, and he, I, I, the thing that scares he, me the most about Juju yes. is he's had those knee issues for a couple yes. years now. And he, the, a couple yes. of the games that he missed this last year were because he had swelling in his knee. And that's where mm-hmm. it just gets really scary. You're 26 years old yeah. and you're already having knee issues. You're a massive yes. influencer. You can clown on him for the TikTok thing, but it does pay a lot of bills. So, you know, there's going to be a very real incentive for Juju Smith-Schuster to retire early, I believe, um, from the NFL. You know, you're not an elite wide receiver anymore. It doesn't really feel like his heart is in it anymore as well. And again, you're making a ton of money on the side from other things. Why beat yourself up forever when you can go make more money from that? So, um, yeah, Juju... Late second, anything more than that, I'm out completely. But again, depending on where the landing spots are from this upcoming draft, there are quite a few mm-hmm. wi- like rookies that I might even prefer to Juju in the late second. So it's going to be a deep yeah. class, but that's kind of where I'm I'm feeling where I'd be willing to take a stab on him if I really needed wide receiver help. But you know, we're going to talk about this next guy, Jacoby Myers, who's a free agent coming off a uh, season with New England. I actually would probably rather take a stab, you know, after talking over Juju a little bit more, I'd probably rather take a stab on Jacoby Myers than Juju, to be honest. You know, I kind of rank it DJ Chark, Jacoby Myers, Juju, and that's where it kind of falls off pretty heavily um, in terms of the wide receivers this year. But Jacoby Myers, he had six, uh, 14 games played this last year. 629 snaps played. It was a terrible offense. So before we go and hold anything against him too heavily right now, just remember the New England Patriots offense was ran by Matt Patricia and Joe Judge last year. So you can't take any of it with any seriousness. I would like to see New England bring him back and then add another wide receiver on the outside because Nelson Aguilar is also a free agent and I don't think we need to bring him back. Um, so I would like to see Jacoby Myers back in New England. He really seems like a Bill Belichick type of guy. And with Bill O'Brien coming in, I think that Jacoby Myers, if he was there, would be very, very valuable for fantasy. Um, I think that he could, you know, he had 67 catches for 804 yards and six touchdowns this last year. I could definitely see that being closer to 90, 95 you know, maybe mm-hmm. 1,100 yards and eight, nine touchdowns with Bill O'Brien yep. if he were to come back. So Jacoby Myers is definitely that somebody that is very interesting. And again, he's the exact same age as Juju Smith-Schuster, but he's gone way under the radar in comparison to Juju in terms of star profile. What are your thoughts on Jacoby? Um, I really like Jacoby. Um, I, I mean, 
Well, like him, him coming up in the last couple of years, like I was kind of off since he's been in New England personally. Um, I, I kind of feel if he stays in New England, I, I mean, I feel he'll have a better season, but um, I, I think he kind of wants out of there. In, in my opinion, maybe I don't know. Um, it's tough to say. <laughs> I, I know, I know. It, 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 it all depends if he wants a chance of getting the playoffs or not. Mm-hmm. You know, I personally think he's going to be a bear. I really hope he is for Justin Fields' sake to have at least a competent wide receiver there. I don't you know, know if that'd I mean, be good I, though I, for the Bears. And, I, I, and here's my I, thought fair. process. My only thought process is there you have um, Chase Claypool, Mapletron, right? Yep. They yep. could definitely get somebody. Honestly, I think that DJ Chark would be better as a Bear, and he would fit a, a, a more pressing need because who's the the smaller guy that they have there right now um, that everyone was super hyped about last year? The what's his name? Mo- Mooney. Yeah, Mooney. Darnell, Darnell Mooney. Mooney. That's right. Yeah. Yep. So they've already got Chase Claypool. They've got Darnell Mooney. They get a Jackson Smith and Jigba. You know, they pair mm-hmm. they pair Justin Fields with his guy from college. All of a sudden, yep. you don't really need that much. You you could use a Jacoby Myers, but who's he really replacing? Darnell Mooney is like Jackson Smith and Jigba would be the possession guy in that offense. Where mm-hmm. that's kind of the thing that Jacoby Myers is. He's more of a possession guy, the the short yardage type of guy. And I just mm-hmm. don't know if you really need that in this offense um, with Justin Fields. They need more of a intermediate to to more of an intermediate guy they don't really necessarily need yeah. a short yards guy mooney and and claypool are both that deeper threat type of player so mm-hmm. that's my only thought process on on myers but lots of teams could definitely use his skill set don't get me wrong Absolutely. like the chargers yeah. you know if they move on from keenan allen let's say they oh, replace yeah. keenan allen with jacoby myers i don't really think it's that much of a downgrade right there to be honest with you i and i'm someone who really likes keenan allen but at this point in his career is jacoby myers kind of similar i i believe so so there's a lot of teams that could use jacoby myers i just don't i hope he doesn't for fantasy i hope he doesn't go to the bears because i just don't think it's going to be very good for him for fantasy yeah, no, I, I can see that, but I, I, I just want a bigger playmaker around Justin yeah. Fields. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I want to I see. So. so well if he's you even know, a bear I, I, after all I'm gonna put out I know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm going to do a separate video about this and I'll just, this will be bonus content for everybody out there listening. It'll come out on Friday. I'm going to record an episode just talking about the, what should the bears do with Justin Fields? And this whole rhetoric is getting so out of hand. It's it's insane. Mm-hmm. But, it really is. Um, I'm going to put that out on Friday so you guys can look forward to that. But yeah, Jacoby Myers, from a fantasy perspective, as long as he goes somewhere to be the number two or even the number one, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of value there. And again, late second, yeah. is that kind of the range you're feeling for him? Um, I think I would probably do a mid-second for him. Mid-second? Ooh. Probably. You haven't... He would be your number one then at that point, right? Yeah. If DJ Chark yeah, and Juju are late, I, I I think I would I would probably rank it probably Myers, Chark, and then Juju. So okay. I would rank three. Okay. Personally, interesting. Yeah, I still I like mm-hmm. DJ Chark, but I'm I'm biased, so yep. don't you know? Yep, you are. Um, you know, I was looking at the the free agents here of the guys that are that had more than you know fifteen catches, right? DJ Shark was the deepest, like that he averaged the most yards per catch out of all the free right. agents this year, which is not really surprising. But, you know, Darius right. Slayton is right down there as well, which is another guy that's kind of interesting. But 
maybe for a third, probably for Darius Slayton. Yeah. But here's a couple yeah. other guys we'll talk about. There's kind of a tier, right? So that's the number one tier, Chark, Schuster, and Jacoby Myers. Tier number two for me would probably be, um, let's see here. I would probably go Alan Lazard, Paris Campbell, and Darius Slayton. Is there anybody else you would add to that that is a free agent? I mean, Jarvis is kind of past his prime yeah, at this point in time. I agree. Zach Pascal, no. There's really not no. that many awesome options down here. T.Y. Hilton, he's kind of interesting, actually. Uh, he's interesting, but he's not in that tier. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I, if T.Y. I would say goes back really to a, Dallas, that could be interesting. That 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 is interesting. I, I, I really wouldn't be shocked if he did go back. And he played 34 snaps. Back. He played 34 okay. snaps this whole this that's whole year. Amazing. That's that's, amazing. that's hilarious. Um, in three games, he played 34 snaps. So he played 11 snaps a game. Basically, had seven mm-hmm. catches for 121 yards. What a boss! Oh my gosh! What a boss! Um, all right. So yeah, that's pretty much the last one. We'll, we'll mention a couple guys after that tier, but Alan mm-hmm. Lazard. Paris Campbell and Darius Slayton. How would you rank these three guys? Mac, I I guess we could throw Mac Hollins in there. I think that Las Vegas is probably going to bring Mac Hollins back on a pretty cheap mm-hmm. option. Like he made two million dollars this last year. They could probably bring him back for like six, seven million. So I he's older too. He's going to be 30 this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that Mac Hollins is probably going to go somewhere on the cheap, but he's kind of interesting if he goes back to Las Vegas. Otherwise, I'm not really that interested. So how right. would you rank um, Campbell, Lazard, and Slayton? I would probably go. I really don't want my Ohio State bias to show, but <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I won't. Um, I, I'll probably honestly, I'd probably feel comfortable with like Lazard, Slayton, and then Campbell. Really, Jeff Campbell? Third. Yeah. Yes, I I really like Paris Campbell, but he can't stay on the field. He actually played the. He played out of all these guys. Ironically, he was second. Ironically, all of these guys in snaps. He just didn't get a lot of targets this year. So he played sixteen games this year. uh, Only missed one game. Had fifty-seven catches for five hundred eighty-one yards, three touchdowns, and Indy was a nightmare. It it kind of sucks. The one year Paris is able to finally stay on the field and stay healthy. It was just a yes. nightmare situation around him. But yes. my ranking of these guys, if it was me, I would probably go Slayton, Campbell, Lazard. And okay. now when you look at their their stat line, so um, Paris Campbell, we just read his off, you know, 57 for 581. Mm-hmm. And he played 900 snaps, three touchdowns. Alan Lazard, he, he played 800 snaps. He played 15 games, so he missed a little bit of time there. Um, had 60 catches for 788 yards, a little bit higher clip there, yards per catch, with six touchdowns. But that was with Aaron Rodgers in a much better mm-hmm. situation. So yes. that's a little bit more concerning there. Also, it's concerning that even though he played one less game, he had a lot less snaps. He like he just did not see the field as much, um, mm-hmm. which tells me that they kind of viewed him as the wide receiver three in that offense. And then you look at Slayton, who was basically non-existent for the first couple games this year until he finally started getting utilized in the middle of the season. Yeah. He finished with 595 or 695 snaps, so the the lowest out of all three of these guys, but 46 catches for set uh where to go? Where to go? 
seriously, for 724 yards and two touchdowns. So, you know, he had the most yards at almost. He was just behind yeah. behind Alan Lazard, but almost a third less of the catches. So very, very explosive player. Um, free agent, you know, age-wise, Paris is the youngest by about six months mm-hmm. on Darius Slayton, and then Jacoby Myers is a whole year older than Slayton. So it's... They're very similar yes. players. Yes. Um, I'll put it that yes. way. But yeah, I think that Campbell is second most interesting. I think Darius Slayton is a deep threat. And if he goes somewhere that needs a mm-hmm. deep threat, he could have a very good role for somebody. Yes. Um, yeah. He's not, he's probably a third, mid third. I'd be willing to spend mm-hmm. on Darius Slayton if I really need one. I think that the rookies fall off pretty hard this year. So I think yes, that Darius Slayton is probably as competitive as a, a third-round rookie this year. Mm-hmm. There's a couple guys maybe that I'd be willing to take over him, but not many. Um, Paris Campbell, maybe an upper third, um, just because of age. Like, that's the only reason. But, man, I really want to see where Paris goes. Maybe he goes back to Indy. I but do, too. I, I, I just don't I, know. I, 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 th- I think it would be fun to see him in Kansas City. I honestly think that I well like I, I believe also on this list is Miko Hardman and I really don't think Kansas really? City is going to oh he is I believe oh, he wow is. He, he he is on this list so I, I don't really think Kansas City is going to resign Miko Hardman for the him and Juju are my, both free agents that's interesting yes yes so so I'm I'm I mean I I really wouldn't be shocked if Juju went back and then they got like Paris Campbell in there to kind of fill that that like kind of Tyreek Hillish role. I mean he's not Tyreek Hill obviously, no. but in in, in in you know it, it's it's kind of kind of the gadget guy a little bit. Um, and you know that's what they wanted to do in Indy, but you know where I would love to see get it going. You know where I'd love to see Paris land, Carolina. That would be interesting with Frank Reich. I mean, you right. got DJ Moore. Who's right. the number two there? Who is the number two? They've got nobody. Terrence Marshall Jr. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> you know, Paris Campbell going to Frank Reich, you know, there's the the yeah. familiarity there. And yep. I think Frank was really trying to get Paris involved in that team yeah. before the nightmare situation that kind of happened there. But I think if Paris goes to the Carolina Panthers, there's a real possibility he could finish as a wide receiver number two this year. So... You know, there is potential for Paris Campbell to definitely pay off. And he's young enough. He's only 25 and a half right now. So, you know, I know that Paris Campbell was a former first round pick for rookie drafts, not for actual NFL. He's a second round pick, I believe, by the Colts, right? right? Yeah, he, he was. Yeah. Um, so there is still long-term potential there. But, yeah, he, I, I do get the hesitation. We haven't seen a ton mm-hmm. from him yet, but... Um, Alan Lazard, he's just kind of the one where I don't know where he's going to land and I'm not that excited. He, he, Darius Slayton is a, a very good deep threat. Paris Campbell is a very good intermediate kind of runner. Um, where Alan Lazard, he's kind of not, I just don't think he's special in either of those categories and that's where he would fall for a team you know i'd rather take both of those guys over him in those dedicated roles but he can do a little bit of both a little bit better i think you know so he's kind of a hybrid player there i just don't know if many teams have that big of a need for a hybrid player like that so that's kind of the only thing there i could even see green bay bringing him back for a pretty cheap deal you know maybe a two-year deal or something but I don't know. Any thoughts on these guys before we move on? 
Yeah, it's it's with Alan Lazard. You know, I I wouldn't be shocked if Green Bay brings him back, but I really think he wants out of Green Bay from yeah, what maybe. I've been hearing. I'll go to the Jets um, with so Rodgers. That would be hilarious, <laughs> um, personally. But you know, I I wouldn't be shocked if he's like a uh, giant. You know, it, it's it, it's 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 with the other team. Or they he could definitely could use be trading. Money. Yes, yes. Or 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 like he could also be a bear. You know, just kind of be. Mm-hmm another guy, you know, cause I mean, they need skill players and they have the most cap in the league. So I think they're going to spend a little bit of coin this, this off season to try to get somebody for even, even the Texans slash who, like, yeah. Or, or the Texans. Yeah. Yep. There's a few teams where he could go or it'd be interesting at least. Cause if, I mean, if the Texans move on from Brandon cooks, it's a little interesting there. Um, you know the Patriots need every all skilled players completely every single day, um, but yeah, there's not a ton of teams that are absolutely hurting. Titans maybe uh, they're kind of the last one there that'd be a little interesting, but yeah, I don't know. I, Allen's are he's just kind of the one where even Cleveland maybe maybe Cleveland or Dallas yeah. one of those two, but. I, there's just so many landing spots that I just don't think he's going to be that that exciting for. So um, I still think that there's definitely talent there. He's probably worth the third round pick again. I'd be willing to take a stab on him for that. But other than that, this there's no. It, it kind of sucks. That, and that goes to the the description of this free agent class, right? There's not anybody I'd be willing to spend a first round pick on as a free agent right. with the landing Absolutely. spot unknown. Even if Juju Smith-Schuster went, you know, to the best possible situation, I don't even know where that would be. Let's say he went to, I don't know, the Carolina Panthers to be their, their number one across from DJ Moore. I'm still not giving up a first for Juju no. at that point, you know? So no. that just kind of speaks to this, this free agent class couple guys I did want to touch on real quick that are late round shots, essentially, you know, they could go somewhere and maybe have a little bit of value potentially, I guess that not, not something I'm, I'm holding my breath on, but uh, the first guy was going to be Greg Dorch. He was someone that was a little bit interesting. He is a restricted free agent. So it's in, entirely possible that Arizona brings him back on a tendered deal, you know, for one year. Um, Demarcus Robinson, we saw a decent amount from him later on in the season and the holes that Baltimore has at wide receiver, there could be a role for him there. And then the last guy would be Noah Brown with with Dallas. He did show a little bit, you know, for a team that is starving for, again, skill player help there. Um, And then I guess Mikko Hardman, but yeah, I'm not, I've, I've never been on the Miko train, so not I'm not either. getting on it now. But yeah, Noah Brown, I mean, he had he played a decent amount. 43 he catches for 555 well. yeah. and three. Not terrible. I don't think that he'll ever be more than a three, but he could go somewhere no. and, and possibly have a little bit of, of spot flex value for somebody. Um, anybody you wanted to throw out there? I think those were pretty much all the guys that 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 I see. I yeah. mean, this list is pretty is pretty slim. Yep. Um I mean, I I I still want to believe in Sterling Shepard, but after a couple ACL tears and oh, yeah, he's all this and that, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's he's it's, it's a lot now. for him. His, I his know he's thirty done. and he's yeah, it's done. <laughs> I mean, I I I mean, I mean, that's a name that kind of that kind of piques my interest a little bit, but I mean, I'm not going to go out and trade for him. If he's, if he's on the wire and he goes somewhere interesting, 
I, w- I would take a stab at him, but that's about it. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. All right, so that's the wide receivers that are hitting the free agency. Again, let us know your thoughts. It's going to be interesting to see how this goes. Mm-hmm. Next week, we're going to be bringing you our running back rankings. There's so many of those guys. That's what so makes many. this an interesting offseason because there's so many running backs that are, av- that are available it's a good running back rookie class mm-hmm. as well. It's a terrible time to be a running back in the NFL because, you know, yes. you want to go get all this money and you could easily get replaced by like five guys in the rookie draft. So easily. it's not a good situation yeah. there. No. Meanwhile, the wide receivers, they're like, yeah, I don't know if we can do better than Juju in the, in the rookie draft. So um, it, it's going to be wild to see how that kind of plays out. But next week we're going to bring you our running back and tight end rankings. Um, hopefully you guys are enjoying this and tomorrow, if you guys tune back in, we're going to be doing a mock draft, a rookie mock draft, and we're actually going to be doing it a little bit different. You know, everybody kind of does, Oh, here's a generic round one mock draft of all the players. And it's just our rankings for, for the rookies, right? Which we've already done that. So I don't want to do it that way. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a team situation. We're going to go to one of my leagues because I have plenty of leagues that I can kind of pull from. We're going to do one round from specific draft. You know, Dale and I are going to alternate back and forth drafting players. And we're going to just draft for those teams that we have on the on that league, right? So, you know, if you have superstars at at quarterback, maybe you're not going to go Bryce Young, or maybe you're not going to go Will Levis. And this will also give Dale a chance to give his rankings for these guys as well, because mm-hmm. we've gone through my rankings. Dale hated some of them, and in Hooker. <clears throat> but, you know, this will give him a chance to put his definitive rankings out there as well. So we'll see how, when the pressure's on, how he handles it. So, Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, If you have any questions or comments, please leave them down below. If you're watching on YouTube, again, leave a subscription, comment, thumbs up, anything. Just helps with the algorithm. We appreciate you guys joining us for this. You can follow us on Twitter again at TDC underscore Calvin at Dynasty underscore Dale. Hit us up anytime, anytime you guys have questions, and I'd be happy to get you guys some answers. So thank you guys for joining us. Have a good night.